Divine Office From ancient times, the Church has had the custom of celebrating each day the Liturgy of the Hours. In this way, the Church fulfills the Lord's precept to pray without ceasing, at once offering praise to God the Father and interceding for the salvation of the world. Monday Office of Readings God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart? How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart? How good God is to Israel, to those who are pure of heart. Yet my feet came close to stumbling. My steps had almost slipped, for I was filled with envy of the proud when I saw how the wicked prosper. For them there are no pains. Their bodies are sound and sleek. They have no share in men's sorrows. They are not stricken like others. So they wear their pride like a necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. Their hearts overflow with malice. Their minds seethe with plots. They scoff. They speak with malice. From on high they plan oppression. They have set their mouths in the heavens and their tongues dictate to the earth. So the people turn to follow them and drink in all their words. They say, How can God know? Does the Most High take any notice? Look at them. 
Such are the wicked, but untroubled they grow in wealth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. How good is the God of Israel to the pure of heart. Their laughter will turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. Their Their laughter will will turn turn to weeping, their merriment to grief. How useless to keep my heart pure and wash my hands in innocence when I was stricken all day long, suffered punishment day after day. Then I said, If I should speak like that, I should abandon the faith of your people. I strove to fathom this problem too hard for my mind to understand until I pierced the mysteries of God and understood what becomes of the wicked. How slippery the paths on which you set them. You make them slide to destruction. How suddenly they come to their ruin, wiped out, destroyed by terrors. Like a dream one wakes from, O Lord, when you wake, you dismiss them as phantoms. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Their Their laughter will turn to weeping, their their merriment to grief. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God. And so when my heart grew embittered, and when I was cut to the quick, I was stupid and did not understand, no better than a beast in your sight. Yet I was always in your presence. You were holding me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and so you will lead me to glory. What else have I in heaven but you? Apart from you, I want nothing on earth. My body and my heart faint for joy. God is my possession forever. All those who abandon you shall perish. You will destroy all those who are faithless. To be near God is my happiness. I have made the Lord God my refuge. I will tell of all your works at the gates of the city of Zion. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. It is good to be with you, Father. In you is fullness of life for your faithful people. In you all hope resides. May you lead us to everlasting happiness. Those who depart from you will perish. My joy is to remain with you, my God.
to savor your words is my delight, O Lord. Honey itself is not sweeter. From the First Letter to the Thessalonians We thank God constantly that in receiving his message from us you took it, not as the word of men, but as it truly is, the word of God at work within you who believe. Brothers, you have been made like the churches of God in Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered the same treatment from your fellow countrymen as they did from the Jews who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and persecuted us. Displeasing to God and hostile to all mankind, they try to keep us from preaching salvation to the Gentiles. All this time they have been filling up their quota of sins, but the wrath has descended upon them at last. Brothers, when we were orphaned by separation from you for a time, in sight, not in mind, we were seized with the greatest longing to see you. So we tried to come to you. I, Paul, tried more than once, but Satan blocked the way. Who, after all, if not you, will be our hope or joy or the crown we exult in before our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? You are our boast and our delight. That is why, when we could endure it no longer, we decided to remain alone at Athens and send you Timothy. He is our brother and God's fellow worker in preaching the gospel of Christ, and so we sent him to strengthen and encourage you in regard to your faith, lest any of you be shaken by these trials. You know well enough that such trials are our common lot. When we were still with you, we used to warn you that we would undergo trial. Now it has happened, and you know what we meant. That is why I sent to find out about your faith when I could stand the suspense no longer, fearing that the tempter had put you to the test and all our labor might have gone for nothing. But now, brothers, since Timothy has returned to us from you, reporting the good news of your faith and love, and telling us that you constantly remember us and are as desirous to see us as we are to see you, we have been much consoled by your faith throughout our distress and trial, so much so that we shall continue to flourish only if you stand firm in the Lord. What thanks can we give to God for all the joy we feel in his presence because of you, as we ask him fervently night and day that we may see you face to face and remedy any shortcomings in your faith? May God himself, who is our Father, and our Lord Jesus, Make our path to you a straight one. And may the Lord increase you and make you overflow with love for one another and for all, even as our love does for you. May he strengthen your hearts, making them blameless and holy before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. May the Lord be generous in making your hearts overflow with love for one another and for all peoples. And may he confirm your hearts in holiness. May our Lord himself inspire your hearts with courage. And may he confirm your hearts in holiness. A reading from a commentary on the Psalms by St. Hilary of Poitiers, Bishop. Behold how good and pleasant it is 
for brothers to dwell in unity. It is good and pleasant for brothers to dwell in unity, because when they do so, their association creates the assembly of the church. The term brothers describes the bond of affection arising from their singleness of purpose. We read that when the apostles first preached, the chief instruction they gave lay in this saying, The hearts and minds of all believers were one. So it is fitting for the people of God to be brothers under one Father, to be united under one Spirit, to live in harmony under one roof, to be limbs of one body. It is pleasant and good for brothers to dwell in unity. The prophet suggested a comparison for this good and pleasant activity when he said, It is like the ointment on the head which ran down over the beard of Aaron, down upon the collar of his garment. Aaron's oil was made of the perfumes used to anoint a priest. It was God's decision that his priest should have this consecration first, and that our Lord, too, should be anointed, but not visibly by those who are joined with him. Aaron's anointing did not belong to this world. It was not done with the horn used for kings, but with the oil of gladness. So afterward, Aaron was called the anointed one as the law prescribed. When this oil is poured out upon men of unclean heart, it snuffs out their lives. But when it is received as an anointing of love, it exudes the sweet odor of harmony with God. As Paul says, we are the goodly fragrance of Christ. So just as it was pleasing to God when Aaron was anointed priest with this oil, so it is good and pleasant for brothers to dwell in unity. Now the oil ran down from his head to his beard. A beard adorns a man of mature years. We must not be children before Christ, except in the restricted scriptural sense of being children in wickedness, but not in our way of thinking. Now Paul calls all who lack faith children, because they are too weak to take solid food and still need milk. As he says, I fed you with milk rather than the solid food for which you were not ready, and you are still not ready. We are all one body in Christ, and in the one body we are all members of one another. Yet the measures of grace Christ gives to each of us is different. In the one Spirit we were all baptized, and all of us have been given to drink of the one Spirit. Yet the measure of grace Christ gives to each of us is different. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. 